Good morning, noon tonight, y'all. Um, just wanted to let y'all know that right now I am on Clubhouse and you will be listening to this episode that is live on Clubhouse. So follow me on Clubhouse, B-F-N-L-A-S-H-E. And these are, we got about five people in here right now. So just wanted to go ahead and let y'all know that. All right, y'all, I'm back. Okay, so boom. This is the first thing I want to talk about. Is anybody looking to be married? Why or why not? We can go in order. I guess um, we can go with you, Marlon. You're already married, so you can tell us. Can you tell us, like, why you decided that marriage was going to be best? Or are you there for... Hi, Sins. Um, Are you there for the kids? Because you know how niggas, they love being there for kids and not really the love, but... Well, we don't have kids. Oh, nice. So, um, what you, you what uh, sorority you with? Not sorority I'm with. <laughs> I'm I'm a part of Delta Sigma Theta Sorority Incorporated. Oh, uh, my wife is a Delta. Uh, where you find her at? Tell her I said, "Hey, Soror, happy belated Founders Day." Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um. <laughs> Um, currently being married, uh, it's rocky. I would say I went, so we going through a rough patch, like real rough. Like we're getting a divorce and it's almost final in the next couple weeks. Um, we, you go through, you pick someone who really has your best entrance and which is cool, but trying to get that person to understand and or trying to be yourself around that person is really hard, especially when it's a Christian background. Um, Because, I mean, I don't want to use the word judgmental, but you feel like you're being judged a lot. Um, In my eyes, that's what I feel like. And Feel like some of the things that I've I've been doing I couldn't do around her, so I try to switch up my ways when I'm around her, versus like me being myself around my friends. And uh, it's not so often that I'm hanging with my friends or whatever like that, but still, um, marriage is good for it, it's it's not for the week. It's never for the week. Um, you definitely want to pick someone who's. Uh, you really just have your best interest in who's really going to be your partner and not, yo, and not feel like you have to be on the defense when you try to express how you feel to that person. Um, so, not to cut you off, but I want to know, like, why were you not your full self before you got married? No. Um, so before we, when we met 2016, we met in 2016, I was in a, process of looking at looking for a church home um thing about christians is that like they very pushy just like uh jehovah witnesses but um like people use the term like you know christians run other people away from christian from being a christian which is very much so true um but so i was just seeing how she was operating or how other people was operating on the church and i was like well i know they're not gonna accept that like, for instance, like, I smoke weed every now and then, and I go out and have a drink, 
but at that time in my life, I was transitioning out of the scene of going out every weekend. So I was getting bored with that. But I would still go out and have a drink every now and then. She wasn't very acceptive of that, like trying to accept that. So I was trying to do stuff that in her eyes would be a sin, but still trying to like basically living a double life. So I was being one way around her and then being another way around my friends, being myself around my friends. Mm -hmm. So it was just like I knew that the lifestyle that I was living, that she wasn't going to accept that of just me, you know, smoking every now and then or going to have a drink every now and then and stuff like that. So is that the, is that like the, so basically it's you guys, it's personal. I don't think anybody else in here is married. Somebody else in here married besides my sins, Shelby? I don't think nobody married. Y'all married? Kiana, you married? Yeah, I'm married. Oh, okay. Shania, you ain't married. Oh, I mean, Reese, you ain't married. <laughs> 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 okay. Um, but I was just wondering, so it's more so like a personal situation, like like you guys, I guess the biggest <laughs> issue is that you don't feel comfortable being yourself, and she is... Is there, like, anything else that... Because, you know, at some point, if she... <sighs> Hold on, wait a minute. Let me think about what I'm trying to say before I say something that's totally out of fucking bounds. Because uh, <laughs> I'm like, well, fuck it. Shit, if the goddamn... But, you know, what else? Oh, hold on one sec. Hi, hi, Q. Where's Amber? What else? Amber didn't want to come up. Okay. Okay, but I guess, so, how long were you guys married? And then I'm going to move to Kiana. We've been married two years. Um, we got married on our anniversary of our, like, dating anniversary. And then it's been two years uh, since we've been married. Okay. Kiana, do you have anything to say about this? Are you completely yourself with your significant other wife? Um, so I, I will say in like full transparency, like it took a minute. Um I wouldn't say I wear myself, but to just be a hundred percent like vulnerable to her and like trusting that she was you know, looking out for my best interest. I think it took a while, but I, I think that that was, uh, I've been with her for so long on and off, um, that it took me like really letting go of like the past trauma that not only herself, but like maybe others have caused or that, um, I kind of like caused myself by just not knowing like my worth and not using my voice. Um, but I think when we decided to, like take that step and just say fuck it like we just gonna say what we have to say and what's on our mind and be receptive to it and if we if we're not in a place to receive that um to just take a minute and take a step back and then um just come back like put it on the drawing board put it on the parking lot and then just we come back like come back to it and just talk about it but um and I'm losing my but I, I originally to answer your question I think I held back from just being myself and being okay with 
the fact that I couldn't be perfect. I think that's what it was, is that I got caught up in being perfect and maybe us trying to be perfect and what other people had to say about us and whether or not we stuck it out and things like that kind of played a big part in it. If I could kind of um, piggyback a little bit off of, off of what he was saying and what he was saying, that's the exact reason why I wanted to get married, why I proposed. I proposed, but I'm not married. Um, that's a whole nother story for a whole nother day. But the fact that I was able to be 110% myself, it did not matter what it was. I knew that I wasn't going to be judged and she was going to be good with everything. Like we, we built that trust with each other. And that's why I said, this is the person that I want to spend the rest of my life with. But in hindsight, that's not happening currently, but that was the reason why I wanted to get married. Hmm. Well, that's good that you had that foundation at first to where you can, you had experience being your complete self with somebody else who you were intimate with because that's a that's a big thing. I've talked to people before that like try to like change themselves to fit me and I'm like, "Well, I don't like you for you trying to be like me. I like you for you staying who you are." But it doesn't work out like that in the long run because it's almost like a a push. It's almost like they're pushing themselves to be some something that they're not, and then that turns out to be super fucking unattractive to me. And I don't want to talk to you no more. Especially, you got something to say, Tiffany? And and let me oh. piggyback on oh, that. Yeah. That's one thing that I uh, that's why I went wrong at. Like seeing how she was like, um, like I said, like I was trying to change for her and forgetting myself at the same time. It's like. I was trying to do all these things for her, but at the same time, I was like, not myself. So that's like a, a downfall also. Yeah, definitely. Definitely a big issue there. Tiffany, you got anything to say? I mean, I'm not married or proposed to or nothing like that. But like, I've been fortunate enough to be around a lot of married people in my life. And, like, my dad's been divorced, and I've seen him get remarried. And I think, like, just learning and seeing what other married people do, I think the number one thing I you should do before you even, even get in a relationship, for real, is to really know who you are. Like, if you don't know who you are, then it's easy for anyone to have influence or make you question or make you feel like you want to change or adapt to them because you want to please that person. Mm -hmm. But if you're going to think about getting married or marry someone, I imagine that you should be 100% yourself. Mm -hmm. And the only way to really do that is to know who you are. That way, they know who you are and you know what you're getting yourself into for the long run. Because I know, like, when I do get married, like, it would be dope to be with that person for the rest of my life, you know? Yeah, because, like, nobody is... You trying. better talk that talk, girl, okay? <laughs> Desmond, you got anything to say? <laughs> Desmond over there probably smoking tree. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> Baby, I'm currently... I'm on Mars right now, but y'all, I'm listening to y'all, and I love it. I'm not married, <laughs> um, but I'm ready. 
said. You ready to get married? Yes, I'm ready to get married so I can start entertaining at our house and having cookouts and shit. Yes, like, the yes. partnership in the, in the living room. Yes. Yes, like, yes. <laughs> we're having a cookout this weekend. I'm trying to be like Shelby. Yeah. I want all my kids tell to. Me. Tell me, Shelby. Shelby motherfucking goes while she's sitting in this group quiet. <laughs> Sans, Whatever, listen. Sans, tell him, tell him, tell him your view on marriage, cause your ass um, ditched the world and got married and had fucking goals like yeah. house, cars. Y'all got a dog yet, Shelby? That's all. She got two of them things. There we go. The house, the cars, the kids, the dog. That's all they need is a, a picket fence. <laughs> listen, everything that glitters ain't gold. Okay, that's just that. Um, marriage is it's a beautiful thing when it's shared between two people who have that common ground of understanding and accepting that one you're not going to be the same person that you were coming in I got married at 24 I'm 29 now I'm not the same woman that I was at 24 and um, for Kamal to accept me and for me to accept him it takes first off grit it takes that understanding and it takes that choice like we have to literally wake up every day and choose each other i don't like him every day he doesn't like me every day but at the same time we love each other and we're committed to one another to say okay we may not like each other but we chose each other and we're going to continue to choose each other um and mm-hmm. i like the point of saying that you never should um I do understand the point of saying that you shouldn't be with someone until you find yourself and so forth. I get that um, 100%. I know a lot of people believe that, but you're going to always find yourself. Like at every stage, like there's going to be so many different stages in life where you're going to redefine who you are. And it doesn't necessarily mean that that definition of who you are comes from your current situation or you're being defined by that person but embrace that so if you're changing in a way that you like now I'm not saying changing in a way that you don't like but if you're changing in a way that you like embrace it and just be like okay you know what this is cool like you know at the end of the day I'm not doing the stuff that I was doing it's different but I'm changing for me not necessarily for my person um so I do think that um I understand when people say, you know, you got to be complete and whole and all of that stuff. Like, I 100% get that. Um, But at the same time, as you evolve and you realize, like, you listen, uh, wholeness, (laughs) let me know when anybody reaches that. Because I I would love to see that and know. um, But you definitely have to be grounded to say, like, okay, well, I know that I am right now i'm shelby who wants to be married i'm shelby who said yes to come out i'm shelby who said okay this is the path that we're going to take and we're going to continue forward because at the end of the day like there's going to be so many things in this world that's going to show up but at the if we said if we go back to when we said yes then that is more than enough because at one point we were okay okay at one point, we were like, oh, yes, we are all for one another, right? And then you go through marriage, and you just, like, you you have this moment of saying, like, oh, do we really want to do this? Do we really want to be together? But that might be a time where y'all having hiccups or 
whatever it is because marriages go through that like I don't you can't name not one marriage who has quietly gone through a situation that they felt like they wanted to quit because it happens Mm -hmm. but at the same time you work that out if you need therapy get to it like there's nothing wrong with seeking a therapist and asking for help that's another thing I feel like we feel at in our community is that we don't go seek outside help because we think we're too strong or we got it figured out or I don't need to talk to anybody or we could just pray (laughs) I mean we can pray we definitely can pray but at the same time prayer takes action too like results take action so what are your actions with that prayer so that's where, like, my thought process stands is, like, I definitely pray, but I'll, I have a therapist. <laughs> I have a personal therapist, and we have a marital therapist. So that way, at the end of the day, if there's things that need to be said um, that I feel as though maybe you're not hearing me clearly the way that I need to be heard, or maybe I'm not communicating that, because that's another thing that we as people forget is that we communicate in a manner that we are understanding to but we're not necessarily communicating in a manner of the person being receptive of it. So maybe if somebody else can translate what I'm saying in a better way, maybe that helps. So I do like, I'm not against somebody leaving somebody. Like if you need to, if you feel like you need a way out, do what you do. But at the same time, I'm definitely for at, if you're in the midst of, okay, well let's, Let's work it out. Work it out. Ain't nothing wrong with working it out and sticking your neck out and being vulnerable for somebody. That's another thing. Like, Ooh, that V word. <laughs> being vulnerable for somebody is so scary. But, like, what's not scary in life? My love for you, baby. <laughs> Listen, that's scary, too. <laughs> that was some good literature. That was some good literature. You got that some was some great literature, actually. Real good. Look at look at Shelby over here dropping them jewels <laughs> and gems, honey. Same right, gems. I'm like, wait a minute. Drop the off. misconceptions. <laughs> the misconceptions. Bye. I'm about to get off of here. <laughs> Whatever. No, no, no. Stay, queen. Stay. <laughs> look, look, Amber. Do you have anything to say? Thank you for joining. Amber probably on cloud Mars with your ass, Desmond. It's wonderful up here. <laughs> Wait, I'm not. Well, I am on Cloud Mars, but I'm at the nail salon, so I didn't want y'all to hear my background just yet. Oh, okay. But, um, yeah, I don't have anything to say just yet. I'm my my mind is racing listening to y'all talk though. <laughs> okay. All right. What you got to say, Q? He probably Y'all know the nigga who like be on his phone or something and like in the middle of class and don't be paying attention and get called <laughs> home. That's kind of like that's what happened. But I'm really there's really a lot of listening and like so um, and I missed a couple of stuff, but it's uh, but I came in on some back to some of the stuff that Shelby was saying and um, I, I, I'm so like really intrigued on why like I'm telling you I I be wanting to do a case study like even in my, even though I ain't in school for nothing. But just on like um, why certain marriages fail, and and why um, you know, and, and looking at some of the ones that succeeded because I never really seen a lot of. Um, are we talking about just relationships or marriages? Because I heard the marriages part. Well, the reason why I brought it up was because there's married people in here, but also what are the views now for marriage? Because society is so different now. And I seen this post that said that they would rather be in a four-year relationship as far as a contract goes 
and they'll just renew the contract every four years versus being in an actual union with somebody on paper. Right, I got you. Uh, yeah, and, and and so like, and I would, and I definitely understand that, and can see that different perspective, and even be, been in a certain space where uh, I would have would have agreed with that at one point in time, and so, but now just like as I'm learning more about marriage, and then just thinking about um, how I where I want to be in a marriage, and like my 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 total like perception of marriage was so wrong and, and as far as like what it takes and when we think about the ceremony and the wedding and the act of actually proposing and all that stuff and who we think we need to be and who we think we're mm -hmm. gonna stay and again i'm speaking from somebody who's never been married and never been close to being married or nothing but just what i hear from people from men and women because i always ask and um and just knowing people who going through it and, and seeing you know just one particular example that I can that I actually have access to for somebody who's been married for over twenty years, just like what it really takes, and like it's really a fight and a and a choice that I'm going to commit to this person. I think as far as society standards of what y'all saying, that I'm going to choose to love this person, and like it ain't going to be all peaches and cream forever. But um, and just getting different perspective is like you know being more um, building my relationship with God more and like reading more of His Word and what He how He looks at marriage and how a man should treat his wife and how a woman should treat her husband and how these all of these like we it, it's so many things that that interfere with that. Uh, that society says right and so like we said like oh why well, I, I want a submissive wife and then you know we said like, i ain't submitting to no man and then it's like well <laughs> that that whole concept gets misconstrued anyway because it's not it's not just submitting to a man is you know even if you want if you want to go from that perspective it's really submitting to someone and him submitting himself to you and y'all already submitted to god you know what i'm saying so I, I think that's one thing too and like just looking at that as an intro perspective and kind of keeping that in the back of my head and like you know all the all the stuff that's for show like the anniversary post the the wedding speeches and all the, the goals and all of that stuff and like you know the stuff that don't really make it to the timeline right because it's really a highlight reel and they ain't really talking about how y'all arguing and, and shit like mm -hmm. that and like it's really like and just learning and because my therapist she's like so so she was a, a family and i'm sorry if i'm hogging the mic too i'm trying to like wrap it up real fast but like um she's a she's actually a a marriage counselor and a, and a a family therapist like she just took me on as an individual client and so i would even be asking her questions like you know as i'm trying to find out what type of a, a wife that i would want um and even just or whoever i'm trying to pursue and she was just talking about like not really giving me a lot of from specific cases but just more so like like, like it's it's being brutally honest and and, and 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 if you ain't ready to like you know expose some of that stuff and some of that stuff you know doesn't come out until you get married which that shouldn't really be the case it's like that dating stuff is a vetting process in itself you know what i'm saying like that that whole courtship or whatever you want to call it is really then and so like I would, I would, it would be scary. Like, I know y'all was in here joking about it, but like, as far as vulnerability, but if you can't be vulnerable in a marriage, woo, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, that's, that's you are, that's already mm -hmm. a recipe for problems. You know what mm -hmm. I'm saying? And that's some of the things that, that, and, and I hate calling some, some people's false red flags, but like, as far as what you want out of a person, that could be a red flag, especially for me, because how can I expect you to be empathetic or compassionate to me or seek to understand me if you're not, if you're not, you know, willing to put yourself in a space to be vulnerable because then you probably like feeling like you my therapist or like you my you know what i'm saying my mom or something but 
you know, it's just so tough for me because I like even on the on the people side. Like if I if I make that commitment before my my parents and my family and my and my friends that I love and before you know what I'm saying, and then like I do something to and then nobody perfect to step out of bounds. That that. You know what I'm saying? That concerns me. And I'll be like, man, am I really married or do I still want to like, you know what I'm saying? If I, am I going to get married and and I feel like um, uh, uh, the sex is going to be whack after a certain time and you going to, <laughs> but it's just like, you know what I mean? It's just real, like real stuff. And it's like, or am I going to still like look at other women and still be doing things and like, and you know, you and I be asking men this. It was like, well, nigga, you still got eyes. And then I'll be asking some niggas like, man, that ain't going to never stop. But it's like how you move on that. You know what I'm saying? And like how you, how you, how you, um, when you ain't getting, cause like when you ain't getting something at home, <laughs> then you seek that out somewhere else. I was having a conversation with, with one of my boys about this too. Like if you, if you seek it, like, you know, if that, especially if that's something that's, that's lacking at home, you know what I'm saying? So it's, it's real, I, I, it's, it's real, marriage sounds scary to me. I ain't gonna hold you, but I do desire to be, you know what I'm saying? A, a, a husband and a father, but that shit just sounds scary. And I feel like, I feel like I could definitely do it, but it's like, I, I don't never want to doubt my love, but just, I really want to get to a point where I really understand how serious marriage is outside of all the hype and, and just really how is how is how is a commitment and really swap a lot of swallowing your pride and, and, and so, really being humble you know what i'm saying yeah so so what do you guys think about like i remember when i was in high school and i had a boyfriend and he was like you know i th- think i just need to take a break we just need to take a break so do y'all think is it like hell no we ain't breaking up or or we not taking no break because we might as well just break up completely. Or in y'all in y'all's like relationship, it's almost kind of like y'all just kind of like fighting through it or whatever. So it's not like we all pretty much got the rings on and so on and so forth. Whatever y'all got going on, so full blown marriage. So the, for the single people, let's just say that, or people that have been in serious relationships. Because I know for me, it's like, what do you need a break from me from for? Like, it's either you go, we go be together, or we not, nigga. Like, we go work through it or we not go work through it. So, do y'all think that breaks are, like, just kind of, like, one of those things where somebody's trying to get out of something so that they can go and do whatever they want to do and then come back to you and that type of thing? Someone asked me this in my DMs. That's why it's actually a topic for, yeah. something to say <laughs> um, me personally um i think it depends on one you know a few things like how long y'all been together if you've been with somebody for a few years like anything over like a year and a half i don't understand the purpose of a break but if you happen to thank you if you happen to meet somebody at a time in your life where you weren't necessarily where you wanted to be I think it's I think it's fair to say, hey, you know, I need to take a break just for a minute, just to get myself together, so I can be able to be more of a, you know, better person in a relationship. But that's only if I feel like that's only that only makes sense if it's like a new relationship. Hmm. Janae, you agree? I agree with Amber because. For me personally, I feel like, like I have been in relationships before where my partner wanted to take a break and it was later that I found out that he wanted a break because he wanted to fuck other bitches. So for me, I just feel like 
if that's what you want to do, then we're just going to break up because I'm not letting anybody save me for later. Like, I'm not leftovers. So, like, that's what we're not about to do. And if they feel like, if they do feel like they need a break, then that's a time where communication should come into play. And we need to talk about, like, what's going on in our relationship? What do you feel like you need a break from? Because, you know, if you want to break, you know what I'm saying, and you want to go, like, if we were living together, which I'm never doing that ever again until I'm married, <laughs> but that's another story. But if we were, no, for real, like, I did that one time, and I just, I'm not doing it again until marriage comes into play, or, like, we're engaged, and we're about to buy a house, whatever, but I'm not doing that again. But um, if we were living together, like, you know, you could go, because, like, me and my ex, it was a toxic-ass relationship, but when we did feel like we needed a break from each other, we had a two-bedroom apartment, like, the other room was basically our closet, but we ended up putting a bed in there, because it was just, sometimes we needed a break from each other, like, we lived together, like, yeah, we going to school, like, yeah, we both work, I was in the army, too. And it was just, like, sometimes, like, we were just sick of each other. So it was either he would stay downstairs and play his game or do whatever he doing, and I would be upstairs or vice versa. Like, we would just need, like, a few days where I don't want to talk to you. Like, good morning. Okay, don't talk to me. Here's your dinner. Don't talk to me. Like, there we go. Like, we just had, like, an understanding. And we ended up breaking up because our relationship became long distance. And neither of us wanted to do it. But, um... Yeah, like, I feel like there's no need for a break. Even even if you were in a situation, like, where... So, I'll say, like, a potential, like, situation, because I'm not living with nobody. So, if we're... Like, yeah, you, you just don't want to see me for a few days, or, you know what I'm saying? Like, I don't want to see nobody every day anyway. That's just me, but whatever. I see every weekend. Maybe every other weekend. I don't know. I'm new to this dating shit again. <laughs> I don't know what I'm going to do. But I just feel like, you know, we can take a break from seeing each other, or you... You need a three-day break from talking to me. But if you got to take longer than a week break from talking to me, then you need to go be single because why are you not talking to me for a week? Like, we, we <laughs> I, breaking up. I feel like uh, when it comes to the living situation, I know that a lot of people have lived with people before, but I've never lived with a significant other or anybody that I was even talking to. For Don't me. do that shit. I wouldn't do it anyway because... I like my space, and I honestly think that even if I get married, I I just want us to be like neighbors, and I want us to have money enough to like we can build build our house up, and then Nick can be like uh you know I like how hospitals got that bridge to get to the other side. Like Will and Jada's house, I they have two wings of their house, and they don't sleep together. I did not know they did all that. the time. Would you like when they like when Jada? I totally agree having, with that too. Nobody needs yeah. to be together every single day all day. When Jada was having her entanglement, like, I know a lot of people don't agree with it, whatever. That's their relationship. I don't agree with it, but that's their relationship, and they worked it out because he had other bitches over there, too. But they have two separate wings of their house, so whenever they needed space from each other, she was like, okay, this is my side of the house, this is your side of the house. Like, that's how big their fucking house is. Like, I want one of them houses, so when I I get tired of your ass, first of all, you ain't bringing no other bitches in here, but second of all, like, (laughs) when, when I get sick of you, Go to your room. I'm going to go to my room. That's why another thing, I was talking about that in another room. And I was like, how y'all feel about having, like, separate rooms? Because I was like, bruh, I've been living by myself for, like, four years now. Like, since me and my ex broke up. 
So I'm just like, I don't know if I can, like, share a space with somebody. Like, I still be needing my own space. Like, yes, like, when I get married, I probably do want to live with my husband. I mean, I don't know. I don't know if I'm going to live with him. But I probably do want to live with my husband. But I want my own room because, like, I don't know. I might sleep with you sometimes, but I don't want to be with you all the time. Yeah, I don't I don't know about that. I that's not my that's not my goal in life. I mean, I wouldn't mind being married and all of that stuff, but I definitely need my space cuz I'm low key. I'm like a I'm like a very in well, y'all most people say I'm like an extrovert, but honestly, I be in the inside. I'm, you like an introvert, extrovert. I'm like a little bit like of the everything, is but most out with some people yeah, but most most times I literally just need to be by my motherfucking self. But um, yeah. so I got a question for Marlon and um, yeah, you listening? Yeah, because I got a question. Yeah, I'm listening. I'm so uh, talking contract for a wedding with somebody. But go ahead. Okay, so my question to you is: since you're about to get divorced, where do you see your life going after divorce? Like, do you have like a goal? You got like a a female on the side where you like, oh, I can't wait to get divorced because this is gonna be it. Or are you like leaning towards a relationship? Are you gonna take a break from that? I'm or? taking a break from everything. Um, I'm not saying I won't date or whatever. Of course, that comes with you know even just having a conversation with somebody and going on a date. Uh, because I do photography, I usually try to uh, do like a little lunch date, a little business lunch date with people, whatever. But that doesn't uh, means that I'm gonna try to find a relationship within that person or whatever. But this whole time of me. Um, coming back into my singleness, I'm going to take the time to do what I need to do to heal myself and to um, grow. It was a lot of issues that I'm not saying that my wife was uh, the bad guy or, you know, everything she did was wrong or whatever. Or she just didn't understand me. We just didn't click. And it was a lot of misunderstanding in our relationship. So in this time, it's like, all right, I'm going to do the steps that I need to do to grow mm-hmm. and to get better. So the next time if I decide to get married again, that I'll be a better husband, a better person, a better man. Um, then when the kids come, I'll be a, you know, a, a father. And I'm not saying that I want to be perfect, but I just want to be better than what I am now. So this whole singleness is like, I'm not looking for another relationship. No time soon. Like not, especially not coming from a marriage. This is my first time doing this. So coming from a marriage and trying to jump into something else, that's toxic. wasn't in itself. And I ain't trying to do that. Right. Not even for me or even for the other person. Right. Cause you definitely so, need that time to like heal and you exactly. know, get over that. So, um, Janissa, you got anything to say before I move on? Yes, actually, I do. I wanted to speak on the um, whole break thing, whether whether you agree or disagree with having a break during a relationship. And I used to be someone who didn't really agree with having a break in, in a relationship until I actually had one. So I feel like there was a point in my relationship that things became so tumultuous, mm-hmm. just to sum it up. Um mm-hmm. That even a couple hours, couple days, couple weeks apart, I mean, maybe a couple weeks would have worked, but it just wasn't enough time. Like, things had just gotten so bad. But I feel like after we came back from the break, it was like a brand new, a renewed relationship, to be honest. And I'm grateful for it. I was grateful for the break. so. So how long was the break? 
Um, a few months actually. Like, I mean, it it we broke up, but I guess since we got back together, it just ended up being a break. So, but that time of with us being apart, we both grew separately more, and we're then able to grow better together. What else? You have to, you have to realign, mm-hmm. just like with with anything. Like I'm for breaks. Breaks is breaks is cool. They can be cool, but yeah, it's just now, time for you to realign. Taking breaks to go outside your relationship. No, 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 no. That's, no, not, no, that's no, not a break. No. That's something yeah, different. Yeah, yeah. That's you just want you to, just being childish. You need to be single to too, and that's not. <laughs> No, I would never take a break to go sleep with somebody else. That's not taking a break. But to literally, okay, I don't, I'm mad at you. I don't want to be mad at you anymore. And I understand that we've already kind of talked about whatever we've gone through. And we still, like, I just need some more time Mm -hmm. to process it and deal with my emotions for it and come back. Because I don't want to say, okay, I forgive you, I'm over it, and then still be snapping at you or still be sorry at you for or treating you some type of way, even unintentionally. Exactly. Yeah, I think that that happens a lot, actually, because people don't really... Yeah, I'm still not with the whole... I don't know. <coughs> Excuse me, y'all. But um, I'm still not with the whole break thing. But I have never had a break. I never allowed myself to talk to somebody and be like, yeah, we need a break and actually did it. So I'm glad that that worked out for you as far as those months going by and y'all having to realign, like reset and get the shit together. Does anyone else have anything to say about this? No, I just I just I, I'm with what I piggyback off of what Janessa said and Reese. Janessa. I mean, Janessa, my bad, my bad. Don't, you don't shoot people. me. You are all people. Forgive me. Um, but so like I I I think sometimes I'm like too vulnerable to people, especially when I really, really like you. If I'm really digging you and I've taken the time out to get to know you and kind of just open myself up, I'll just open myself up entirely. And I feel like sometimes I do it too early. And I think that in my particular situation early on, it caused pressure to the other person. And I was silently, like, forcing them to live a lifestyle or prepare themselves to live a lifestyle that they weren't ready for. You know what I'm saying? So, like, when I start talking to the shorty that I'm with now, it's like, married to now. Still new to yeah. um, Your wife? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's new. It's fresh. It's very, very fresh. Um, but when I started dating her, she was a child. She was an infant. And I was graduating college. I was moving in a different direction. And so I was working full time, paying all my bills. Like I had real life responsibilities and I was yeah, smacked in the face with it. And so she was still on the verge of like living her life. We were living two different lifestyles. And it was like I was silently forcing her to mature at a, at a quicker rate. So mm-hmm. we took a break. Um, and I think that the break was for the better. Like we literally... Um, learned a lot about ourselves and it to be quite mm. frank like as old as I was at the moment like it took me a little longer because I was still like in disbelief of some of the things that I was battling but mm-hmm. I was all for the break and the break lasted a really long time I actually think that I, I wish I would have taken a little bit more time to myself um, but it, the break was just to realign and, and realize that 
at that point in time where we did come into each other's life, we were just in two different spaces. Okay, so y'all making break sound good. <laughs> sound hey, like- ain't that bad, but don't that be throwing breaks break. in there all the time. Like, okay, yeah, a break, is, a break is needed when when the relationship stipulates it because some people, like my one of my exes, used it as a break for him to be single. And I'm like, if you if you want to be single, just tell me. Like, it's okay. Like, my feelings gonna be hurt for a little while, but I promise I'll be okay. Like. It's not that serious. Like, just go ahead. You ain't got to lie. Like, go ahead and do what you do. And I'm going to just go find me another man who want to be with me. <laughs> I, I feel like a break is like, speaking from existence for a minute, like, when I took a break, like, all right, once, earlier 2020, we were separated. But in 2019, I needed a break. So I went to Orlando to go visit my homie for a few days. That's a, For me, that's a break. Like, you know what I'm saying? I just needed to get away from my wife for a second and wife I mean, and from everything. And I was going to go visit somebody. And then, like, going through what I'm going through now, I went to Atlanta for Christmas. And I'm like, because we getting a divorce, so it's like I needed a, a way out of everything just for a second. So, it's like, yeah, I understand a break with, like, time months and going to see other people and stuff like that. That's just plain on cheating. Okay. All right, yeah. So different, different scenarios, different dynamics for it all. So I got you. Amber, you got something to say? Yeah, I actually think I'm on a break right now. But <laughs> not. You I mean, think. I, I mean, because it was just one of them things where like a bunch of stuff happened, and instead of us continuing to address what happened and making ourselves more upset, we kind of just silently decided to not talk about it anymore give each other our space and i mean i we still talk every single day but it's like we were like together every day all day and i mean i feel like it's helped with our communication but me personally i still want to address the issue but at the same time i don't know if it's worth it not to go back in my relationship but to address the issue if that makes sense yeah i got you so what are what are you guys as non-negotiables when you're like dating or like out you got something to say question for amber oh sorry go ahead so do you think like like where um you, you don't feel like it's worth it you didn't say like not 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 going back to the relationship but not to address it again but if y'all go back and then don't address it do you think like that old issues gonna come up again and then how do y'all handle it from there is it gonna get worse because they feel like if you just sweep it then well i mean it's definitely understood that that can't happen again yeah like it's definitely understood um and that's kind of why i feel like i want to talk about it that's that is why i'm having like reservations about should i just let it go or should i talk about it it's like i'm at a point where at the end of the i day, think as Oh, I think sorry, if you're asking, I think if you're asking yourself, should you talk about it? I think that you should, and that's just yeah, that that's what I was gonna say. Agreed. Even if he doesn't want to talk about it, it's it's something that needs to happen. Because I feel like for me, my past relationships where I felt like something was understood, and I felt like we didn't need to talk about it because, like, I don't know how to explain. You get what I'm saying? Like, it's understood that you don't need to mm-hmm. do that shit again, yeah. right? But, 
I feel like it needs to be understood why you don't need to do it again. If that happens again, this is what is going to happen. And then also, like, explaining to each other what you need from each other to move forward and how y'all can change your dialogue in the relationship. So I feel like... I think that's what, key, what you said, explaining to each other what you need from each other. Yeah. Because then, I think it puts the responsibility on your partner to kind of be like, all right, is this something that I really want? Am I willing to, like, mm-hmm. you know, kind of lose myself or kind of remove my pride to make sure that this person knows that I actually care about them? Or is my pride more important, you know? Um and those are questions that I have to ask myself in my relationship. You know what I'm saying? Like, cause it's a, I'm, I'm a person who's easily irritated. So there's a lot of things that bother me. So, yes. I be mad about dumb shit. So I have to be like, you know, I have to have like that conversation with myself. And I, I call it like ninja training, right? Like I have a conversation with myself and be like, all right, so this is what's going on. Is it important for me to have this conversation with him and then how am I going to talk to him about this and make sure that he knows that like I still love him or whatever but this is just where we are um so I don't know I think that that's that's very important to be able to communicate your needs without fear anybody else got something to say Amber you you receiving all of this energy girl I'm receiving yes (laughs) I'm receiving (laughs) <laughs> yeah so go talk about it and then you're gonna come back and tell us about it right <laughs> so guys that's, y'all that's y'all everybody in here make sure that y'all i know majority of us kind of know each other and know of each other but follow one another network you guys can probably benefit from this from this um this room today and uh get to know each other and come back another another time champagne then popped up in the joint she finally got something to say you got something to say champagne um hi i don't know if you guys can hear me yeah we can hear you oh wow okay um no i'm just listening in for a moment until i hear something that i guess like i feel i should chime in on okay well welcome um thank you it's just me. Um, this is actually for my podcast, Big Facts, No Lies Allowed. And everybody in this room had very, very good views on certain things and actually changed my mind on some things as well. So um, we went over breaks or breakup marriages and um, so on and so forth. And now I wanted to know what are you guys non-negotiables? Like when you get to know somebody or when y'all talking like what is just one of the things that where it's like oh hell no it no hell hell no i want to hear some stories i want to hear some shit so tell me what y'all got going on it can go in whatever order but just respect the floor and make sure y'all give each other a chance to speak amber where'd you better go yeah oh so me a non-negotiable is you have to be okay with um, possibly being in a different state with your significant other in the, you know, not together. Like, as far as, like, traveling or, like, family stuff or something like that. Like, I've been in a few relationships where it's, like, if I go out of town to visit family or a friend or something like that, and it's, like, 
I couldn't even enjoy myself because my significant other was too worried. They couldn't enjoy themselves. I couldn't enjoy myself because they were too busy worried about me checking in like every couple hours, which I felt like so they were insecure. Unnecessary. I'm sorry. What'd you say? So they were insecure. Yes, but it was like if I was in the same city and I was just going out with my friends, it was fine. But if I, if for some reason, as soon as I stepped into the airport, it was an issue. <laughs> that person I, needed some healing. <laughs> but it's been a, it's been a few relationships that I've been in. But I've also noticed that for me personally, it has a lot to do with the person that I'm with, not traveling as much as me so for me yeah. uh, no no is if you tell me that you don't like to travel or you don't like to i can't i'm no sorry <laughs> all right anybody else mine is definitely consistency like i can't stand the up and down like you have to be consistent so you mm-hmm. you said you want a story i'm gonna give you a little quick story talking to this girl she cool everything cool we have great conversation we was texting all the time calling each other all the time and then out of nowhere she just went missing for like a few days so i'm like what the fuck is going on with all of that so (laughs) she comes back we talking again talking again so i asked about it and she just like i'm just not a person that I have I have to talk to you every day, but you were talking to me every day consistently for like a month, like a month or two months, right? So then things change, you know what I'm saying? So I was like, okay, we had a conversation about it, and I guess I was a little more understanding to it. So I'm like, all right, we cool, talking, texting, all of that shit, all again, and then boom, you go missing again. This time it's for like a week or, or, or two weeks or some shit like that. So now I'm just like, I don't even want to understand what you got going on. I know this ain't what I want. Right. So it was more so like, you have you have to be consistent. If you're going to start doing some shit, keep doing that shit. And then if you sitting up here telling me, oh, you know, I, I do like you. I like, I enjoy you. You this, you that, boom, boom, boom. But why you keep disappearing and thinking you're going to keep coming back? Like, right. I ain't never dealt with nobody like that. So I'm not. So consistency is my deal breaker. You got to You got to keep that you shit gotta going. Keep that same energy. What the fuck? What you got? Another yeah. motherfucker? For See, the I feel like. Go ahead. No, go Please. ahead, Kiana. I feel like. Okay, so this is something that I think we talked about this. And I think it was with Q just on some random stuff. We was talking about how, like, when you first start talking to somebody, like, Believe it or not, like, we don't take the opportunity to be like, I don't have to talk to you every day. But when we first start talking to them, we want to know, we want to get to know them, and it's almost like an addiction. So, like, just like on this clubhouse shit, like, when you first download it, you're like, I want to see what this about. I'm on it every day. I'm on every conversation. I'm trying to get to know people. I'm trying to see different perspectives. And it's like, it's the same thing when you get to know somebody. So now we've set the expectation as a cohesive unit that, when I hit your line, you should respond. Or we should be talking every day. You know what I'm saying? And if you're not, then what you doing? What y'all mean is you with and not you know what I'm saying? Y'all not mean. Me. <laughs> like, I mean, if right. Not but, me, who is it? That that's true. That's true though. But also I'm a person on communication. So 
I mean, if you that type of person, then say you that type of person mm-hmm. before you, you know, be all talking to me, yeah. all of these for 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 months on end and then you just change it up like oh i'm really just i really just don't have to talk to people every day like maybe that's something you should have brought out the woodwork when we first start talking so i have a question so um during the time that uh, they didn't respond um did you reach out during that time um for a minute i kind of just let it ride and then I did reach out because I was more so just wondering, like, what the fuck is going on? Because it's it's not a person that I just met. Like, I've I've known her for a while, but we just start talking on that, on, on the type of level of, okay, I can see myself mm-hmm. dating you, being with you, whatever. But I've known her for a very long time. So I just let her have her space, whatever. And then I did reach out and because I wanted to know what it was. And that's when we ended up having the conversation. And then, and, you know, just... The, okay. She went missing again without any communication. So it was just like, right. you know She's what? Go I'm done with this. Yeah. I'm yeah. done with this. So it, it, it's not for me. It's not serving me. Uh, if that's the type of person that you are, then it just sounds like you're not the type of person that I need or that I want because that's not what I want. Okay, so for before we move on, because there's married people in here, I got to keep remembering that. So, um, Shelby, you listening? Peach head. This motherfucker ain't listening. <laughs> I'm a weak. She didn't text me talking about, I'm here. I'm listening, I swear. But, um, okay, well. I'm here. I'm listening. Well. <laughs> So my so my question about to say the same thing she texted you. Right. (laughs) My 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 question for the married people was before you got married because or just realizing what you got going on in your marriage now and the person who you're with now, like what would be a non negotiable? Like something that like before you got married you was like, Hold on, this is like no and then your significant other came and like saved you from that non negotiable. What what you got? I think for me it's just respect respect is definitely something no matter what mm-hmm. like I don't care <laughs> I just I feel like that's something that's just like non-negotiable period mm-hmm. um, and what I mean by that is just basically like okay well if I'm talking to you um, the way that you uh, I'm talking to you as if you're a human I expect that same thing in return Mm -hmm. Uh, just because at the end of the day like no I know dating like it's a different definition amongst everybody and that's okay Um, but for me it's like definitely you have to respect me if I don't feel like you don't respect me then I you don't serve space near me and so that immediately pulls me away and helps me realize like you know we just we can't like exist together gotcha gotcha what about you Mr. Spider uh, I agree. Also, the respect is a um, major, major, major point part in any relationship, but definitely in marriage because uh, women have a, t- uh, a tendency of saying things that will hurt a man, and it's like, well, it'll make us feel like, oh, well, you just don't respect anything I'm saying or whatever. But um, I'm driving, so yes, if my, if my uh, right connection, <laughs> if my connection is going in and out, it's because I'm driving. 
But, um, but yeah, like, you know, it'll make us feel like, like, man has that macho type of thing, so it'll make us feel like less. But also, like, we gotta, we gotta, we don't have no problem feeling vulnerable, but also, we gotta make us feel heard. And if we don't feel heard, then it's like, yo, what am I? Like, I'm trying to talk to you, I'm trying to communicate and stuff like that, and it's hard for men to do that as is, but, you know, it'd be, it's just the minor stuff that, that will be like, pull us away, because it's, it's, I've done that in my in my marriage, like, I'm not being heard, or you not trying to, you trying to just, like, alright, and brush it off, or whatever, and then it's like, I isolate myself from you, because it's like, mm-hmm. I feel like I'm not being heard, so I'm not going to keep communicating to you if nothing is getting done. Got you. Tiffany, you got something to say? Okay. Oh, sorry. Um, As far as what, there were like a couple things going around. <laughs> Do you have something to say anyway, special? Goddamn. <laughs> well, I mean, I guess I could say like, like a deal breaker. I don't know if it's like for that person or for me, but like, I'm a person who's like extremely reserved. So I think like one of the deal breakers for me would be is if I can't feel comfortable being myself around that person then it's like a no-go so if, if they because like, like if they trying to get you unreserved like they trying to get you to do all this extra stuff and you like no I'm good B okay yeah like I'm one of those type of people like I open up kind of slowly because you know anxiety and shit so, like, if you're trying to rush it or you, like, if I do open up and you, like, kind of make me feel stupid for opening up, that kind of thing, I guess. Like, if I'm showing you, like, if I'm opening up and then it's just, like, it doesn't go well and I communicate that, like, you know, like, hey, like, I was trying to yeah open up and then you're just like oh i don't like that oh this part of you i don't like oh all that that's kind of weird you know what i'm saying like that kind of thing i feel that i feel that i've been in that predicament before for sure so i I definitely get what you what you're saying q he ain't listening huh what he annoying yeah no i agree i agree i said i agree you don't even know what the hell we talking about. Come on, I agree. So, we just said we, we just said you. We talking about to- that women are toxic. I heard it was funny. That is <laughs> that is not what we said. We talking about non. We talking about non negotiable. It's just like this, ladies. All right, and y'all don't <laughs> respect so us. All right, y'all no, don't no, respect us. Not, not negotiable was the last thing I heard. Yeah, that's what we want to know. So what is a non-negotiable for you, Q, in a relationship? That's what you're supposed to say. All right, right, right. That's what I said. I agree. But uh, Tiffany and Rocky, first, I just want to let y'all know happy birthday because I see the the things right there by (laughs) y'all name. You know what? You tried that. You tried that?
I think it was Amber. I think it was like with somebody um, who he, you know, you, you couldn't be too far without him. Like, you know, what I'm saying, hounding you or something. Like, mm-hmm. you couldn't. He couldn't enjoy himself. You couldn't enjoy yourself. You know, what I'm saying, like that could have been somebody had mentioned it. Like that could be a root of his insecurity from mm-hmm. wherever, from him not dealing with something. And I think somebody even said that. Like, it's not, he got to deal with some some his hurt or whatever. But even Amazing. with um, this period, man, somebody who because that impacts any part of every part of the relationship even like uh let's say um if there was some like some sexual trauma that comes with that like not saying that um i think i think it's important for people to deal with that because that can impact the physical part of your relationship you know what i'm saying because it's like if i don't know that or you're not willing to deal with that what if i do something or or you know what i'm saying like are we doing that willingly obviously but like and if something triggers you and i don't know and i want you to become you know what i'm saying like that so any type of thing anything like just dealing with trauma or, or your father issues or your mother issues like dealing with people dealing with their trauma Ooh, talk about um, it and, 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 and getting that out there because you know that is gonna obviously come up in the relationship not saying that it's gonna be perfect if they do but real, them having the willingness to deal with it um and not neglecting it or just you know somebody who hasn't really who really just want to be in a healthy space because whatever y'all named here somebody named communication like yeah. that could be a root of dealing with how people communicate and how they haven't dealt with you know some of their past issues and that could lead to them not you know, setting boundaries, which is like kind of what I would have said directly, but like, you know, I think it's really dealing with those, that emotional, or whatever type of trauma, not just emotional, but all types of trauma. So, so the non-negotiable is like the willingness to, you know, or the neglect of dealing with your trauma is a, is a non-negotiable. So look, so I'm glad you brought that up. So I want y'all to hold on tight to that because even Kiana was going to talk about like traumas and childhood traumas and stuff like that as well. So I just wanted y'all to like, keep that tab going in your head because that's going to be, like, the next and probably the last thing because I'm tired. But um, let's move to Janae. Did you say you're non-negotiable already? Um, I feel like mine would be open communication just because, um, for me, like Rocky said, she dealt with somebody who would, like, disappear. So I have BPD, so I was that person would disappear but I would disappear for like a week or two because I was having an episode and I didn't want to talk about it especially like if I first start dating somebody and I happen to have an episode like three days after I started dating them I feel like damn I want to tell this nigga he think I'm crazy so like I I did do that a lot last year like the beginning of last year Mm -hmm. and then I just know that like for me, it's better for me to open up about it early on to give that person a decision if they want to, like, you know, pursue me or not, just because that's something that I do go through. And then, like, the person I'm dating now, he doesn't let me, like, disappear. So I like that a lot. Like, he makes me talk to him about it, like, what I'm feeling, what's happening, stuff like that. If I do need, like, a day or two <laughs> with myself, he'll give me a day or two. But he's like, no, nah, like, you're not going to disappear for two weeks. Like, that's mm-hmm. not what's about to happen. That's so the, I that's the like, push you yeah. need. You need that. You need that so that you can know, like, that you're safe with. Yeah, this definitely. Yeah, but sure. I've dealt with some people before who are just ignorant to mental health and different stuff. Because, like, this one, this one guy, it wasn't, it wasn't his fault. But like, some people really think like that. Like, because he was at my house and mm. um, he saw my medicine on the table. And he was like, what is this for? And I was like, oh, that's my depression meds and whatever, whatever. He was mm-hmm. like, what you depressed for? And I was just like, bruh, 
I just was like so mad, but then the afterwards, after, yeah, afterwards I was like, okay, some people are really ignorant to mental health and like what those things are. But he was just like, you got this nice ass house, you just bought a new car, like why the fuck are you depressed? Like that don't make sense. And I was yeah. like, alright, bro, like you gotta do like you. I don't know what you gotta do, but you gotta get out of here, like yeah. That's that's why. That's definitely whack. Ambie. Yeah, nigga. Uh, mute I, your to, mic. I was tell, I tell one of my homeboys I was going to the council. He was like, "Nigga, what's wrong with you?" I'm like, "Nigga." Uh, just. Nigga, I'm trying to be a better me. Like what? Right. <laughs> right. Exactly. Right though, like people don't be understanding, man. That's crazy as hell. But Janisa, you got yeah, anything? It's very hard. Janisa. because I'm extra um my first one is I do not like to repeat myself too often about my boundaries like me hello yeah we hear you yeah we hear you okay like once I say something about how I feel about something if I'm repeating myself too often then I'll just feel disrespected like you don't you're not listening to what I'm saying um then the other one is the space to respectfully be the same person that I was before I met you. You, I don't want you telling me that I can't have certain friends, that I was cool with before I met you, that I can't wear certain things. I mean, I think that's a controlling thing to begin with, but, like, even if it's just whatever, I just need the space, like, even me taking time to, because I like to be by myself. So if I need the entire day, it's like, look, I just need this day to get this shit done or to just have my personal space. I need you to respect that. So. Man, I felt that 1,000 and 2,000 plus percent. <laughs> because. Yeah, I know. Like, I felt that I know. So much. Man, felt it in my spurs. Let it sizzle right. in your spurs. Let it sizzle. Oh, my God. I know. I know. People love that. I know, like, people who grew up with no siblings, they like to be alone sometimes. And uh, I had to understand that because my wife is an only child. So, it's like, sometimes I had to leave her alone or whatever. But even for That's me... That's crazy. I'm two, opposite. I have two yeah, siblings. Yeah, I got three siblings, and I don't want to be and, you know, Yeah, and I have two older siblings, and I'm the youngest, but sometimes I will isolate myself from everybody just to be alone because I need that because I've been through so much growing up. So where it's like I just need to I need to sit and reflect on everything that's from the past to the present and what my future is going to look like, and it'd be deep. Like, and I went I went to a couple counselors and stuff like that before, but um, yeah, I wouldn't say necessarily say I'm depressed about stuff, but I do get in my head and think about a lot that I've been through, and that sometimes bothers me also. Man, that would bring up so much shit, though. Like, it, it literally it put a big-ass wall in front of you to where you really don't know, like, should you move forward? Just like Janae was saying, like, should I be open? Should I be closed? Like, we, I don't know what to do. Tanisha, do you have anything to say before we tap into this whole trauma thing? <laughs> yeah. Well, I was just going to say, like, my... I mean, everything that y'all said was really um, what I think are deal-breakers, but I also wanted to... Um, mentioned the travel as well like I I think someone who wants to travel who doesn't want to travel um, I don't think I can 
you know, be with them. I like to travel. Um, I like to, you know, go a lot of places and I don't want to continue to go places alone if I'm like in a relationship. So, um, don't nobody Definitely. want nobody that's boring. Nobody yeah. wants a boring person, bro. Like, golly, just boring as fuck. Don't want to get up and do nothing. Just, ugh. Yeah, I'd be like spontaneous. I'd be like, shoot, let's go somewhere this weekend type of thing. And I Can I ask a question to the married people? I'd be, like, be like, can we go somewhere today? And they'd be like, no, because they got jobs. But good, yeah, take off. <laughs> Can I ask a question to the married people? Yeah, go ahead. Sure. Like, is that never stop dating each other thing realistic? Ooh. Um, I just say from my experience, it is kind of sort of, but uh, I mean, sometimes you like you get tired of thinking of like places to go or what to do for dates. It's like a lot of times you just want to chill. For me, I just want to chill in the house majority of the time. But I don't mind thinking of, like, for me, it'd be moments. I don't want to have to think of a date or somewhere to go every single week or every other day or something like that. A lot of times, I just want to sit in the house and chill because I work and I do a lot of stuff that my body is tired. I hoop and I, oh, I chill. Like, so my body be tired and I just be want to sit down and relax for real. I just be want to be in your presence and be hugged up versus trying to find a date uh, every other day or every week. That's just me, though. Yeah, I think people get a little lax, a little lax in a marriage. I think that's probably why people say that all the time as far as you want to keep dating when you're married and keep that same energy type thing. But um, I think that it's natural for people to just kind of chill. Like, the, all that shit, don't, you don't got to do that shit all the damn time. Shit, I already got your motherfucking ass. And it, it ain't necessarily something that's intentional to where it's like, I don't want to feel like, I don't want you to feel like, you're not worth a date or nothing like that, but like I'm not about to be honeymooning forever. Like we life partners at this point, nigga. Like, like. yeah. When I hear that, I think of like because I have I have surrounded myself with like a lot more married friends, and when from their perspective, what they tell me about like keep dating when you're married is just like it's not like going on dates every week or every weekend or something like that. It's more so keep doing the things that you did when y'all were dating. Like, oh, good morning, beautiful, stuff like that. Of course, you're not going to be sending a text because y'all are living together now. But it's just like complimenting your husband, complimenting your wife. I'm not saying you got to do that every day. But it's like when you start feeling like it doesn't feel like it was before, that's when you say, okay, we need to have a date. Or, okay, we need to do this. That's when them love languages uh, tap in. Amber, you breaking yeah, up. Yeah, phone breaking up. Yeah, I think it's funny, uh, the queen that you said that. So, like, um, Kiana, your phone breaking up too. You now? a robot. Is it better now? Yeah, it's cool now. Yeah. Oh, it's better now. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
Jesus, go on a date or like um, do something, you know, sometimes out of the ordinary. Sometimes I want to be fancy. And when I tell you, I think I was just telling you, Shania, this, um, sometimes like it's a Debbie Downer sometimes when niggas be like, I just want to sit in the house and chill. It's like, damn, girl, why you got to be so basic sometimes? Like, let me treat you nice. So like, it's cool for me sometimes. Like, I I love to be cuddled up. Like, give me all your time. I appreciate it. Or whatever you got to give. I ain't going to be too clean because I like my space too. But um, with that being said, like, I think it is a thing. To Janae's point, you're absolutely right. It is. We are dating forever and ever and ever and ever. Um, but it's the little things sometimes. And then sometimes you just got to be okay with letting that person take control. If I say get dressed and meet me at this spot and I send you the destination, don't fight me on it. You got to be spontaneous. Like, let's let's get into it. Listen, though, but, you know, some people yeah, don't like Yeah, that's that shit I like, though. <laughs> you tell me go, you tell me be dressed at 7 o'clock, meet you every bit. I, I'm, I am not like that. I be like, I need to know where we going. I ask too many questions, and I don't like surprises. Yeah, I'm sorry. Wow, wow, y'all are coming for my neck. Y'all are coming for my neck. For the occasion. Y'all are coming for my neck. That's why they. Well, me. Look, that's where them shoppers getting the dress for you comes in. Yeah, for me, for my ex, like our first date. This was when I was in college. Like I ain't really been in a relationship since my last year of college, but whatever. But our first date. I don't know how he knew my roommate or what dorm room I stayed in because I never invited him to my dorm room, but whatever. But he had found my roommate and I had got out of class late that day. I came back in my room. It was an outfit on my bed. And he texted me and said, be ready at 730. My roommate was like, she came in there. She did my hair. My other friend did my makeup. And then I was like, bitch, where the fuck am I going? And she was like, that boy that you was with yesterday said he's taking you out. And then I was like, what the fuck? But also, I was just like, dang, like, that's really sweet. And then we had, like, an amazing night. So my school is in, like, North Carolina, but it's, like, near Virginia Beach. So we went to Virginia Beach. And then we went out to eat. We went by the beach, walked by the water. We was, like, talking all night. And then he took me back to my room. So let me tell you this. It was really nice. Y'all coming for my neck. But... I, y'all ain't let me finish. <laughs> so look, when I first get when when I'm first getting to know somebody, it's weird to me. If I've already been talking to you and we're going steady, whatever, then I would be like, okay, because I'm I'm familiar with you, whatever. But with new people, I'm not like that. I'm like straight. I need to know where we going. I need to tell my sisters. I need to share my location. I need to get the picture of your license plate. I am definitely one of those. And honestly, I, I think saying, I'm going to. Like, if that's your I, first date, I definitely do all that too. Yeah. So, uh, so wait, I get y'all. What you're saying, so look, in the world that we live in, you have to do exactly, something like that. Exactly. Exactly. So look, champagne. Did you have definitely. anything to say as far as a non-negotiable? It goes champagne, then amber, and then the roses. Just joined. Um, I think a lot of people kind of already said what I would have said, which is like. <laughs> One of my non-negotiables is just being overly jealous and too possessive because like some of the ladies already said in here, I'm very much so a free spirit and not a free spirit where I'm wild, but it's just like I have my own life, I have my own things going on. Mm -hmm. I don't need you firstly coming into the picture telling me what I am and what I'm not going to do because I already have my life. I don't do that to you, so don't do that to me. (laughs) And I kind of just feel like 
I've been there already where I was super controlled. I just don't want to be back in that situation because it, it can be really toxic. And it's just, I don't, I don't want that anymore. And that's so. just dangerous. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it is. Thank you for sharing. What's up, Amber? Um, for me, a non-negotiable is. Wait, I mean, didn't we already talk I'm, about that? We already picked. Yeah, it. I, yeah, but I, I have another one. All right, cool. <laughs> um, I'm an entrepreneur, so you have to be like supportive of me being an entrepreneur. And I say that I don't mean just, I don't mean like actually. That doesn't necessarily mean like, oh, you need to be my assistant. But that means like helping you out. If you see that I'm working really, really hard at something, because as an entrepreneur, we do everything for ourselves, by ourselves. It's like, give me a break. You know, like I can't be perfect. It's hard for me to be the perfect girlfriend and run a business at the same time. So it's like just kind of be conscientious of the fact that even me. Too, I feel the same way as the other person working real hard. Just be conscious of some people got stuff going on that doesn't have anything to do with your relationship. And they sometimes mm. just need just nothing but just for you to just be there. Exactly. So. Right. Be my peace, nigga. That's what you're trying to say. <laughs> <laughs> Is that a Jacquees song? <laughs> Don't Jacquees got a song like that? Monroe, what's your non-negotiable? I agree with Amber and Champagne. I like my space. And um, I actually went through something that I actually wanted to go to school for two hours, take a course. And um, my ex didn't agree. He was too controlling and he mm -hmm. didn't think it was okay. We needed to to spend more time in our relationship and build in our relationship while I was trying to build, you know, in my future. Mm -hmm. So controlling and insecurity, gotta go. All right. All right. Thank you guys for sharing. Janet, if you want to come up, you can tap the little hand button. I think I sent you something already, but oh, okay. She got something to say, y'all. Hey, Janet. What'd you say? I said, hello. How are you? I am fine, girlfriend. How you doing? Oh, I'm doing good. <laughs> um... <laughs> Um, so yeah, definitely my one of my non-negotiables is definitely not being yourself. I feel like people when they meet each other, they tend to be someone that they're not, and then later along the road, it's totally for someone that you didn't expect. So if you're not the type to open the car door for me, if you're not the type to send me flowers, just don't do it. Be yourself and let me decide whether I want to move forward with a relationship or right. in a relationship. That's right. definitely a non-negotiable for me in the beginning of it all. I feel I feel that. I kind of agree with everybody. Um, and you guys made some really good points, especially as far as, like, the support goes and stuff. Like, you know, sometimes you do need that. You just kind of – it's better – it's good to have people on the outskirts looking in and supporting you and stuff. But when you have a significant other, you thinking, like, well, shit, what else is you here for if you ain't about to be supporting a real one? You feel me? So I definitely get that. Exactly. Yeah, like, I definitely like, get in my, that. In my, in my situation, like, because I do photography and my wife makes lemonade, like, so 
I support her with her lemonade. That shit is bomb, by the way. <laughs> it really is. Reposting and, you know, doing deliveries and doing this stuff like that for her because we work two different schedules. But when it comes for me to do photography and I need her to repost something or something like that, she doesn't do it. So I'd be like, you don't really support. And she, this has been time. She was like, well, I don't really know because you good at basketball and you coach and stuff. I'm like, yeah, but I don't want to continue. Like, I never want to coach basketball. I just want to train players, like individually train players. But I don't want to coach a team. But I was like, I got away from that to do photography because I'm like, I really like photography. And it's like, yeah, she doesn't repost or really support with the photography. So it's like, I don't, I don't beg or ask anyone to repost or anything like that. But mm -hmm. it's just some fact that automatically you're my significant other. Automatically you should do the things because I do it automatically without you asking. So Teamwork. you should do the same thing for mm -hmm. me. Yes. For sure, for sure. So, do anybody have anything else to say about any of this? Or do you guys have any questions for anybody in the room? Make sure y'all follow each other and be friends. Thank you guys for joining. Um, if you guys don't have anything else to talk about, then I'll, I'll uh, schedule another one and y'all can come back to the room. Uh, I did really want to speak on childhood traumas, but I kinda, I, I'm kind of in a... Uh, in a bind. I'm in a bind, Nate. I got something to do for work. And they just emailed me and I'm a little salty about that. But um, do y'all got anything else to talk about? Any questions, concerns, anything like that before I before I head out myself? No, thanks for opening this room. I got one. What's up? For the for the married people. How how important is sex in your relationship? It's very important. Um, I gotta. No, I'm just. <laughs> I'm not married. <laughs> is anybody else, Who else married? I think Yana left. left. I think it's just, just you, Jack. Oh, I'm the. She left. Yeah, oh, okay. she left. Well, hey, yeah, just engaged for me. No marriage. <laughs> well, how how important was it for you, Reese, to get your rocks off, Rocky? When um. <laughs> <laughs> Um, when I was engaged, I'm no longer engaged for the for the people who's joined a little later. Um, sex isn't really, it's not really that important. Uh, it wasn't that important to to me, and it wasn't that important to her. So we was, I mean, we was good when we decided that that's what we wanted to do. That we that we, you know, what I'm saying, wanted to be sexual with one another. Then it was good, but it didn't have to be all the time like we would literally go a full time. month you know, without without having sex with one another like it wasn't it wasn't really about that and there wasn't no arguments or anything no there there wasn't no arguments because like i said we we both felt we both felt the same way like we even had the same conversation about like okay do you feel like you you know we need to have sex all the time because of course when we first got with each other you know what i'm saying you just now feeling the person out and, and you know y'all kicking in whatever whatever like yeah we was fucking like rabbits but <laughs> as time went on like we didn't need to we didn't need to do that like we just connected on a different type of level so it, it wasn't no big thing that's good that's some strength right there in a relationship can, for can sure. the single people answer how would you feel about <laughs> well, off of my experience when I was in a 
relationship, if we didn't have sex at least once or twice a week, it was a problem. He felt that I probably was cheating or something. But it, you know. That sound like my ex. It's just like, damn, dude, like, I'm tired. I'm That working. nigga wanted to have sex every day, and we were together for two years. And I'm like, my nigga, exactly. you're wilding, like, every day for two years. Dudes are just, like, dudes are just horrible. Yeah. I mean, for some people, it's really like. <laughs> What the heck happened? Uh oh, we having a problem with the with the um clubhouse app guy. Bro, you're why my pussy is gonna fall apart. I was just about to say I was saying no, this for, for real. I had to go to the doctor because we was having sex too much, like and yeah, like I had to go no, I'm dead y'all laughing, oh but I'm dead gosh. serious. I had to go to the doctor and my doctor she was like, you know, maybe you should slow down. Bitch, I know. Can you tell him? Can we bring him in the room? <laughs> because, like, the uterus needed saying. a break. <laughs> bro, I swear to God. I was like, bro, like, you're literally my doctor just told you that you're going to break me. So I'm going to need for you to relax. Damn, that's some real realigning shit. <laughs> you had to go and get your coochie back together. God damn. No, nah, for real. Hey. <laughs> Like, as in, from my experience, I've been single for, like, a year going on, too. And I went through an experience where I, you know, I got intimate with a really close friend of mine for years. And because you build a connection and a bond, like, you realize that the meaningless sex that you had before doesn't even matter. So I know that when I get into my next relationship, you definitely have to connect with someone to the point where it doesn't even matter where that sex should be important or not. You're supposed to be connecting with that individual to the point where you can connect regardless, even if it's without sex. You know what I'm saying? I feel like I don't, if I'm in a relationship, I don't mind having sex every day. I, I, I enjoy sex, so why not? But I don't have to have sex every day as long as when we do have sex, that shit better be motherfucking amazing every day. It better time. be fine. Amen that's, to my, that. that's my one and only. Amen to that. We ain't got to do it all the time, but when we do it, we better motherfucking do it. We better make a movie, bitch. <laughs> exactly. But niggas just be old. I don't fuck around fall asleep on your motherfucking ass. <laughs> yeah, niggas do be old. Niggas just be old. I mean, I do be old, so we need to like schedule sex at like a exactly. early time. Don't be waiting till eleven o'clock at night. Man, I and hate that. Like morning time. Oh, we I don't like morning time. We everybody got shit, but when we do do it, just be on, be ready to put your A game on. Everything. That's right. I do not like morning time though. Out of this world. Exactly. You gotta hey, give, give like some some um some PM. Uh, evening, afternoon yeah. type sex because I can't do yeah. the mornings. I, I'm not a morning person. I don't like to be touched. I hate Listen, morning, morning or noon. You morning missing out. Sex. Morning, no, I get, noon. I get annoyed yeah. because yeah, like you wake me up. Like if I'm already awake and then you want to do it, but I hate when niggas wake me up for sex, and I'm just like, like niggas. I know y'all wake up. Oh, I'm not waking up. hard. Like my shit. I don't wake up and my shit be Like no. <laughs> For real, first of all, I'm irritated because you woke me up out some good ass sleep. Sure. Second of all, you could have waited another hour and then, you know, we could have got it popping, but don't fucking wake me up talking about sucking your dick. No. 
that's not okay with me. Man. So that's what y'all be thinking, because I be waking motherfuckers up. Wake that's up what y'all be thinking. <laughs> Janissa be ready. She she talking about some 6 a.m. <laughs> a perfect time. <laughs> I that is crazy as hell <laughs> i can't i don't know i look one time i i put in i i got uh, way more than what i put in because i had went to go visit somebody and i'm telling you that shit was like a goddamn rodeo it was like every fucking 10 minutes 10 15 minutes every then it stopped then it was 30 then we had taken a nap then it was, i was like bro i can't do this no more i, I just can't like I, I because first of all i'm trying to figure out why you're not asleep yet like why are you not knocked out i knock people out you need to lay down and just be out i need to feel accomplished <laughs> and you you, oh, oh, you, not, you are not making me feel like i did my best because why do you have this much energy like I cannot. They knocked your ass out, is what it was. Yeah, for sure. Like I was in that. I think that nigga that fucked me into a damn UTI. I'm like, hold on, <laughs> wait a minute. It's just so much going on. I just cannot. My vagina needs a break, <laughs> sir. Please, please. I was on that bad thing begging. He kept tapping me. I'm like, I'm about to go on the couch because you getting on my nerves. You know, you got to boss up, get your bully on when you really need to look, bro. Like, damn, stop. I I said no. I said no. You got to be like that. And then run. Because he go get you. <laughs> this bitch said run. <laughs> <laughs> because, for real. So, I don't, too. Mm. That's why I ain't, I ain't having no nobody sexual intercourse, so, y'all. Okay. I am, I'm going, I'm going on up. Spider, on up. you see where you just started? Yeah. I did. I'm about to leave. I'm about to leave. No, I don't. All right. So I got I got a question since we kind of on this on this uh topic. What up? So how important Queen, is... Hardy look Hardy room alert. Right. <laughs> so how important is the first time that you have sex with somebody. So if you like dating, talking to somebody, whatever you are in a relationship, that first time, Ooh. how important is that? That's very important. That's the interview. That's to let you know if you got the job or not. <laughs> I think it depends on the dynamic of the relationship in itself. Because if we got a good relationship, the first time might be kind of whack. But if we, if we got, if we just like, that's what 